you know how every company has like their own slogan like like mcdonald's is like you know i'm loving it or have it your way burger king right like i was always wondering what was gonna be my my company my brand my empire's slogan and one day this week i was just like you know relaxing getting myself together and all of a sudden i was saying something and i was i think i was like preparing uh preparing to record an episode and i said something along the line of you know yeah well that's what i do i turn pain i turn my pain into profit and you know that right there alone just means so much to me because if you followed along with our over 200 episodes now you've witnessed me at very very different stages of my spiritual awakening journey you've seen the highs you've seen the lows you've seen the mid-betweens and they all have this tinge a tinge of pain and it's not that i'm like sadistic or anything like that but i'm a firm believer that humans learn through experiences and the most profound learning is usually from our most painful experiences. However, even though I'm a firm believer in the underdog, I also believe that the underdog makes it because they turned their pain and to profit. But when I was having this conversation and I said, oh, I, I like that, turning pain into profit, the Holy Spirit showed me a word, a word play on profit. And instead of P-R-O-F-I-T, it was P-R-O-P-H-E-T. And I was like, ooh, Holy Spirit, that's smooth. And then I thought of it. Um, I had been hearing, you know, uh, Fisher of Men for like the past few months, especially with my homegirl, the nun. And I was like, well, huh, I guess that is what I do. I guess I am a fisher of men, you know, to, to bring them closer to God, to teach them how to fish.
to teach them how to think, how to open up their mind to unlimited possibilities and a variety of experiences that will give you a full, well-rounded life. And I said, well, all of those things that I talk about, whether I want to talk about them or not, because I swear, guys, like there's some episodes that I have that are literally mortifying to my human self, but to my spiritual self, they're some of my best pieces of artwork. I always hope, and it's always in my intention, that every episode inspires someone to seek God, to seek his face, to get to know him, to get to know him through the scriptures. But not in like a fake Christian-y type way where it's like, okay, we're going to go to church and get our motivational speech. And then we're going to behave demonically, you know, Monday through Saturday, you know. And then after sundown, Sunday, we write back to the turnout. No. You see, here at Grace, Christian living is not a religion. It's a lifestyle. It's something that you choose. It's something that you align to. It's not forced. There's not many rules except basic human kindness, love, and genuinity. So then I had to go back. Okay, well, fisher of men, okay. And then pain into profits. Oh my gosh. I'm using my pain to benefit me because my podcast, believe it or not, is not for money. It's not for actual profit. The profit that I gain from this is a journalistic type of release. It's a creative outlet. For someone who has a million and one thoughts per second, to have somewhere to express these thoughts and then do it and I didn't even notice that it was like low-key creative like I have a very eloquent style you know of like writing and speech and I was like oh wow that's smooth like I I didn't notice that my hobby (laughs) was an art So for me, the profit was emotional release and not in a trauma dumping type of way, or at least I hope not, but in a way to show people like some of your darkest moments can lead you to the lightest and brightest you've ever felt in your life. So that's my profit. The thought of one of my episodes possibly inspiring someone, possibly changing someone's mind and life for the better, possibly saving someone from suicide, possibly inspiring someone to change the world, to be unique, to be themselves, 
to heal their generational trauma, to heal their inner child wounds. And then I said, well, when you do all those different things, it's like you're performing the seven wonders. To be a prophet, you have to perform the seven wonders. Wait, oh my goodness, Holy Spirit, turning pain into prophets, P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Oh my, like, I was so fascinated. <laughs> and obviously, as you can tell, I, I'm, I still am. But like, this whole time, I was low-key being used by God to inspire other people, to inspire other prophets to wake up, to get on a journey, to keep pushing no matter what comes their way. And I'm telling you, if you've been a faithful listener, you'd know we've been through some here. (laughs) All kinds of craziness. But we made it through. And we made it through by the grace of God. Right? That's actually where I got the name Grace from. There was a time where I was obsessed with Bible Project. And I still am. I watch those episodes over and over again. And there's this one episode called Grace of God. And it's so beautiful. I love that they use Hebrew words. I love that they they use animations. I'm obsessed with anim- anything animated. Could th- grab my attention. That's why I love like uh, I love animes. I love <laughs> I love shows like Inside Job. Like I love things that are animated because I don't know. It's just cool. Anyways, because Bible Project is animated, it caught my attention. And I was watching this episode, and I just loved how they presented it. And I loved, like I said, the Hebrew. And I was just like, you know what? That's it. And I thought about it. Hmm, Grace of God podcast? Nah. Because I don't, I'm not a poppy show, right? Like, I don't want to pretend like I'm, like, holy. I'm not holy. The only person and being that is holy is our true most high God and his living son, Jesus Christ. I'm not holy. I'm not perfect. However, it is through God's grace that I'm here. So I'm like, yo, let's drop everything and just keep grace. And now I finally have a slogan and I'm just like, I'm really hyped about it. Cause I'm like, I, it's been like two or three years, but that's sometimes how God works. Like when you build in your vision or your brand with God, sometimes things take a while, right? And it's just the best, the best thing when we wait on God and we allow God to show his favor and his mercy in our lives. But yeah, like 
especially with the the chosen series i was like holy spirit you're not even supposed to be quoting all these bible scriptures out loud according to scripture but the holy spirit is like well how are you supposed to reprove men does that make any sense and i'm like all right be right (laughs) but now that i'm thinking about it it's because it is to help other prophets even recognize like, oh wait, I have the gift of prophecy. I have a ministry. Yes, you do. And like I said, it's so important for this journey to be recognized as more spiritual than religious because when it's religious, it keeps you in a very small box, you see. The Bible is a very magical book when you look at it from spiritual eyes. But if you're just reading it, you know, as it is, and you read the laws, it's like your mind fixates religion into a construct. And you cannot get out of this construct. And when you do, there's this everlasting feeling of fear and guilt two things that are not from God and not of God. But when you look at things from a spiritual perspective, it's open. God is at the center of everything and everything is just existing in this open space. So the grace of God is upon us because we learn, especially through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that we don't We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to be these fake people, fake believers, fake prophets, false prophets. We don't have to be that because all we have to do is work on a daily basis to be good people, faithful people, truthful people. And today I made it my business to promote Jesus because there are some people who are either LGBTQ, have criminal records, have addictions, prostitutes. They, they have a range, uh, uh, not a range, an array of backgrounds. But Jesus is for them too. And it's like, it's religion that taught people that they don't have God's grace. That's not true. Everybody has God's grace. Everybody is God's children. Everybody. That was from the the gift to Abraham. That was actually even from the gift to Adam. And the fact that the the Jews and the Gentiles are now interchangeable in regard to who gets to come into the kingdom of heaven. Everybody. Even in regards to who doesn't, two-thirds of the Jews don't make it into the kingdom of heaven. But Gentiles do. Right? So... We have to move away from this religious mindset that blocks our spiritual growth. Because without the spiritual portion, 
grounding all this knowledge is impossible because then you live in a, a two-minded kind of operation, left brain versus right brain, right? You don't, you don't want to put God in a box. God is not a social construct. God is I am. And that's why even from the very beginning, God is teaching us how to even speak like him, commanding things to happen, commanding for there to be light commanding for the the sky to separate from the sea, commanding the design of animals, commanding the design of mankind. I am. That's so powerful. And you don't, you don't, there's never a limit. You're never not allowed to start to speak with the authority of God on your life. No matter who you are, no matter where you're from, no matter what's your background, what's your status, what's anything, you too have the power to do that. Right? And again, once you understand how to alchemize your energy, that is how you begin to prepare to perform the seven wonders. Now, granted, I use Seven Wonders (laughs) because it's just burned into my mind, but it's it's not. This is not a Wiccan channel or pagan channel. We're not into none of that stuff. However, there are several gifts, several abilities, several tests that one does face as a prophet. Then if you can pass all those tests, right? Seven, the Lord rested on the seventh day. If you can pass all those tests, that's it. You made it. So, I just really want to give thanks and praises to God. Bawada. Bawada. Yahweh Bahashem Yahushai. Thank you, our Lord and Savior and His Son, Jesus Christ. Right? Like, that's Ah, this is so beautiful to work with God, to have God's grace, God's mercy. It's for everybody. Continue to journey with me. Continue to explore your pain. Explore the places that are, are dark. With Jesus, Jesus is your flashlight. You feel me? Nothing can touch you. It might be little monsters and, sh- and, and stuff in our corners, cobwebs, all kinds of stuff where you dig in, you know, into your subconscious, digging into your, your, your psychological makeup. But when you dig in and you see 
you're able to remove the gunk, remove the junk, so that you can breeze through life much easier. Because that set of negative reactions, gone. That fear, gone. That guilt, gone, because you've worked through it. And when times got hard, you depended on Jesus to be there for you like a loyal friend, and he is. So that's all I have for this one. I I just, again, want to say thank you all. Thank you all so much for your undying support, your undying love your understanding, your patience. I hope I make you laugh. I hope if I make you cry that it's tears of joy or tears of release, tears of hope, tears of inspiration. I hope that I inspire you to chase your dreams. I hope I inspire you to get well and get better. I love you all and until next time.